can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Welcome to Tuesdays with Dan and Kelly. Hey, Kelly. How are you? I'm okay. It sucks when you have to fire a customer. Unfortunately, is a fact of life. And what yeah. are some of the reasons that you in particular find your, yourself firing a customer? Do you have any common things or is it just you get to the point where you guys can't see eye to eye and it's no longer worth the business? Yeah, it it always ends up something that builds over time. It's it's almost never been a one-off situation, although there have been through the years people who are abusive, you know, verbally or even physically to either technicians or to office staff or our retail staff. You know, we won't tolerate anything. Our employees are our highest priority across the board. They're the commodity that we can't replace. I can always buy more equipment, more trucks, more whatever, but employees aren't easily replaced. And and we try to make sure that they're taken care of in every aspect of what we can do. And certainly protecting them from abusive customers is part of what I feel our job is. So there have been a couple of instances where an individual might be a, a, a racist individual that we won't tolerate, or they're sexist which we won't tolerate or their their language and their vocality, you know, always yelling and screaming and never letting anyone have a conversation and things like that, that that we won't tolerate. You know, if we've had a relationship with a customer for a period of time and that period of time doesn't have to be years, it could be just this season and things start to derail. We we always try to bring it back on the tracks. And if it's something you know, this year I've probably had a handful of customers that we've had to fire. One of them was a, a person who continually was asking our technicians to work for him on the side for cash. And over the years, he's been difficult to deal with on many levels. And then finally this year I had had it and I called him out on it and we kind of had a back and forth through email. And I, I said, you know what? I'm sorry, but this this isn't an acceptable. You know, we've we've had a relationship for 20 years. Uh, we actually built this gentleman's pool 20 years ago, oh, and wow. for the last four or five years, he had retired a handful of years ago. And certainly, the aspect of being on fixed income and everything I think plays into it. But you know, when our technicians were approached by him, they always we we don't allow technicians to work on the side for our customers. Like that's the whole reason we're in business, so we can't allow them to. <laughs> be doing that. So when they're approached, they always say, oh, I'm sorry, we're, we're not allowed to work on the site. And and they, I know these things are happening because my technicians are telling me about it. Right. So I make a note of it in the customer's account. And the next, you know, after you get a handful of these, then finally I reach out and say, hey, this has got to stop. You know, we in a lot of cases, I've taken customers who we've wanted to fire and had a conversation with them. I literally call them and say, hey, 
here's an issue that I need to address. We had last year, we had a woman working for us doing maintenance for us. She was fantastic. Frankie was her name. And Frankie went to a a home and a, a very elite neighborhood. And she was there. She hadn't been there prior to last season. And when she went there, she was continually, I'll say, followed around by the husband. And he was second guessing every step she took. I totally understand that. She, and she was just really put off by it. And, and it made for an awful day, an awful experience. She, she felt as if she was being beat up for doing her job. And she was mm-hmm. exceptional at what she did. A very, very bright girl. So I, I called him and I said, hey, we need to talk. This can't go on. When she comes to do what she needs to do, I need you to stay in your home. You're not allowed to go in the backyard. Yeah. And he said, you can't tell me what to do. It's my yard. I said, okay, that's fine. I said, but this is a choice that you have. Another many year relationship. I said, we will stop helping you with what you need for your pool unless you abide by what I'm asking you to do. I said, this woman is somewhat fearful of you every time you walk out and nobody should have to work under those circumstances. Right. And he actually the next day came down to with his wife, came down to the store to have a face to face conversation with me and to offer an apology for the way that he was treating her. And everything everything turned around and it, and it became a very, very positive thing from something that was, you know, presumably nothing but negative would have come from. So I always try to, to look at those situations and say, hey. Let's just lay it all on the line. And and I try to keep my emotions at bay. I try to keep an aspect of what we're frustrated about not to enter into the conversation in an emotional way. And I just right. literally try to keep a calm tone, a steady voice, and just present it that this is what we're going to need to do to go forward. And I'm hoping that you can you can do this with me, that we can make this work out because we've had a great relationship up until this point. I see no reason for it to to stop, but if it if it does continue, it, it will stop, and and you'll end up needing to find someone else to help you with your stuff. So most of the situations where I've had to fire customers, it was unfortunately where I didn't get to be like you, where you can call and then have the conversation. It always, but then I work for myself. Yeah, and so what I would have issues. I had a lady once. I took her. I did the cleanup on her pool, uh, had her for service. She couldn't really afford her pool. And I tried my best to make do with what she had and make it so they can still enjoy it. But one week I got locked out of the yard. And when I came back the following week, of course, it's the middle of summer. Her pool turned green, like a lime green. And so I let her know, you know, it's going to cost extra because you locked me out of your yard. Yeah. And she, she's like, I can't afford to do that. I'm like, okay, well, within my, my service. So when I had service, I had, I included chemicals, but to, they got a certain limit, you know, so that I wasn't just throwing chemicals into a pool. So I'm like, with it, I'm like, I can add two gallons of chlorine to your pool and we can see if that clears it up. Cause that's all that's in your service. And she's like, okay, that's fine. Well, it didn't clear it up. So then I explained to her, okay, I'll try and come and we'll, we'll figure something out, try to get it so you can enjoy it. And 
I was, it was on a really busy day and she calls me and I'm at another pool cause I wasn't to her yet. And she's yelling at me and everything. And you, you said you're coming today. It, I took the day off. You should be here right now. And I'm like, ma'am, I squeezed you into my, my day. And she goes, Oh, you squeezed me in. Oh, isn't that nice? And then finally the conversation just went to the point where finally I had to be like, you know what? I'm not coming today. I'm not going to be working with you anymore because you're being very unreasonable. And those are agree with you. Even in those situations, don't get too emotional as you tell them this is no longer going to happen again. Right. Just because they're yelling at you, you can't yell at them when you do it. Yeah, I certainly am in a, a little bit better place being removed from the actual aspect of whatever is causing the customer to be aggravated or to be unreasonable. You know, certainly taking it from a third person's point of view, it's it's not that I'm acting as a mediator. It's not that. But I, I don't have the direct emotions, you know, that right. Frankie had being followed around that yard or, or some of our other technicians have had through the years. It allows me to, to be more calm and to to try to work for, you know, some resolution as opposed to just kicking them to the curb and saying you're done. We're, we're out of here. You know, I was just thinking, thinking of that woman and the red flags that I would have known that this was going to turn out the way it did, because ultimately she left me a bad review on Yelp lying, saying all this stuff happened that didn't happen. But when sure. I went to bid the job, she was bad mouthing the previous pool service so bad. And I mean, like saying that she supposedly, and I say supposedly just because of my experience with the woman, the pool service was smoking meth in her backyard and she caught him on camera. And I'm now reflecting and having this conversation with you. Now I'm like, okay, maybe that was definitely, I think a red flag. It's one thing for a customer to be like, I'm not happy with the service and this is what was happening so that I can know what to do. But like that could be a major red flag when they're saying things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So many of us rely on those reviews, right? That's how people find you, what gives you a little bit of of cred over others in the area, stuff like that. And, you know, I've always said I I wish that there were Yelp for yes customers that we could refer to to see if it's yes. uh, you know hey is that customer someone that we want to deal with a couple of the other pool companies in the area that on first name basis with the owners and such yeah. we we often share information like that and if if one of us run across someone who says hey i had xyz pools out here they're a bunch of idiots they're smoking crack <laughs> in the backyard i need someone better and and that's why i'm calling you if if i happen to get wind of those conversations i'll always reach out to to the people at the other company and say hey same here what what can you tell me about this person and and what's the backstory and place your ad here and launch your product with the talking pools podcast for information on sponsoring the Tuesdays with Kelly and Dan show, contact us at talkingpools at gmail.com.
I happen to get wind of those conversations, I'll always reach out to to the people at the other company and say, hey, here. what what can you tell me about this person and, and what's the backstory? And and sometimes we'll just, you know, at that point say, I'm sorry, we're not able to take you on right now. We've, you know, we've got too much other stuff going on. We, we yeah. don't say why. We just use other subtleties to get out of it. And sometimes we take them on and take them on with uh, red flags all over their account from the get go. And we we let it not escalate to a point or to deal with it for for prolonged periods of time. That's where having the the network system in your area is very important. So you can have those conversations when you hear something about someone and you can find out what the other side of the story is. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's where I know we talk often of trade associations and and other things too, like uh, you know, we're entering into um, the the convention season of our of our industry, right? Yeah. We've got uh, Aqua Live is right around the corner, and uh, the expo in Vegas, and WAC actually is, I think, before the expo, and Atlantic City and Jan, all these different things where you know you can go and talk to other people, and and not only find out what they do, but often you can talk to people within your own market at those events in a little bit different atmosphere. You know, something that, that is hopefully a little bit more fun and and you can be a little bit more open about things and and just make connections so that uh, in the middle of May, if you need to reach out to someone local for whatever reason that you, you know, them person to person. Yeah. I, and I would say also another reason it's good to have that networking system is we had a friend of ours who got COVID and was down for a month. And he didn't have anybody to cover his pool. So we all banded together, divided up his pools and tried taking care of him the best we could while he was out. That's um, and, that's, and that's another reason, you know, trade associations that offer something like that or uh, having a network in your area where you guys can kind of band together can be very beneficial. Yeah, that's that's fantastic when, when you have people helping one another. Big levels like that. Or, or even smaller levels, just, uh, you know, you might have someone in your area. Well, you, okay, you, you're a Hayward warranty person. You know, we work on all types of equipment, but we're, we're, we don't sell a lot of Hayward. And with all of the advances in technology today, you know, now I know I can pick up the phone and call Kelly and say, hey, one of my technicians has a problem with this. Have you ever run into it? And help in those ways too. You know, when you fire people, you don't necessarily have to tell them why. You could just be like, sorry, we're not servicing that, that area, et cetera. Always so, take the higher road if you can. Yes. Don't, don't go cussing out your customers. Thank you, Dan, for always coming on here with me. Please like us, follow us, share us, review us, email us. You'll hear us again on Tuesdays. Have a good day. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People, for the Pool People, by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. 
So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor, click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 